2: Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The Volume. This
0: is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
3: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire! For Thursday, April 20th, the NBA games just ended. Yes, I'm staying up late every night watching NBA. That's what I do! Uh, My family doesn't really appreciate it, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, Interesting night in the association. I'm opening with Lakers, obviously. Uh, Very frustrated with how the Lakers played. Uh, Darvin Ham, we need to have a word. Pick up the white courtesy phone, please. I just want to say, like, you got a chance to go up. 2-0 on Memphis. Their best player is out. Their starting center is out. Their best backup big man, Brandon Clark, is out. You've got everything lined up. And the Lakers came out flat as a board. It was unbelievable how lackluster the Lakers were in the first friggin' quarter. I know it was going to be hostile. You knew Memphis was going to come out not backing down. They were going to go all out. They were going to do their best. They were going to give a max effort, leave it all on the floor. We can't go down 0-2. Lakers did a decent job on Tyus Jones. 4 of 11. Uh, Vanderbilt started out on him. I believe it was Vanderbilt. And he was over for 5 from deep. So Tyus Jones did not kill them, but he had 8 assists, 1 turnover. They did a decent job on Desmond Bain. 6 of 18. D. Bain, 1 of 6 from D. The Grizzlies starting backcourt was 1 of 11 from D. So how the hell did the Lakers lose this game? The Grizzlies did get a career performance from Xavier Tillman. I guess Xavier picking up the slack for his Michigan State alum buddy, Draymond Green, who is suspended for tonight's um, Warriors-Kings game. Xavier Tillman, who was a total non-factor, looked lost and clueless largely in Game 1. He was an unbelievable beast for Memphis inside. And this is where the Lakers lost a game. Xavier Tillman, 22 and 13. Yes, 22 and 13. He had five offensive rebounds. He was just a space eater inside, and he played like Stephen Adams would. Now, Stephen Adams won't give you 22, but he's going to give you boards. And inside, the Lakers got beat up. Uh, listen, I'm not going to come out here and say the Lakers look soft. But I just said the Lakers look soft. Folks, this is the number. You know, we, we've seen it in the Golden State Kings series. When Steph Curry is off the floor, the Warriors are getting blown out of the building. The Warriors cannot do much offensively without Steph Curry. Apparently, Jordan Poole's more hurt than is led to believe, but I, I'm not, I whatever. When Anthony Davis is off the floor, the Lakers are getting smoked. So in two games so far where AD is on the floor, 75 minutes, they are plus 23. When AD is off the floor, only 21 minutes, they are minus 17. There is zero anything inside when Anthony Davis goes to the bench. They, It's official. Like, I, I like LeBron a lot. You guys know this. You cannot play LeBron at center when AD is off the floor. I believe in game three, they're going to have to dust off my guy. Wenyan Gabriel, and he's going to have to give you some minutes inside because the Lakers got punked by Xavier friggin' Tillman. And Jerry Jackson had a pretty good game inside. He had 18-9, and nine, but the passing was crisp. The, um, and this is the stat that, that's interesting to me. When John Morant plays, obviously, you know, listen, he's one of the most electrifying players in the league. I'm not a huge fan of his work. He's a great dunker. He soars. He, he's exciting. He plays with energy. His speed is unbelievable. He's, he's fun. When he's off the floor, the Grizzlies can play defense. They held the Lakers to 93 points. Lakers shot 41% from the field. John Morant not a great defender. When John Morant's off the floor, the passing is crisp. The plays are great. The sets are outstanding. They had 24 assists on 38 buckets. Tyus Jones had eight. Brooks had three. Tillman. Xavier Tillman had three assists. Jared Jackson, three assists. And off the bench, this is where max effort comes in. And I had warned you guys about it. I knew the the Grizzlies would be diving for every loose ball. You could watch 50 Lakers-Grizzlies games and not once see Conchar block an Anthony Davis dunk. Yes, that really happened. And that's the kind of play that when a guy who rarely plays, like I'm telling you right now, if Clark... Adams, and Morant are here. Conchar probably doesn't play at all in the series. Probably doesn't get one minute. Maybe garbage time. I'm not knocking him. He's just an end-of-the-bench guy. played 14 minutes. The stat sheet only says two points, three boards. He had two blocks. This is a shooting guard who's a hustle guy. The crowd likes him. Comes in at the end of home games when they're up 20 and puts up a couple trays or whatever it is. And he blocked an Anthony Davis dunk. And from that moment, Davis listen I he I don't want to say he was shook but he did not play great now he did catch an elbow in the eye on a jump was it a jump ball from Desmond bain I think it was a jump in the first quarter and got a cut over his eye I don't want to say that impacted his play his vision but he shot 4 of 14. and I know he was good defensively he had five blocks but 13 points for ad is not going to cut it leBron was you know great his three-point shooting wasn't there 28 points 12 boards I told you he would he would Not let the Lakers lose. Well, they lost. It's not his fault. Um, He did shoot one of eight from three. Not ideal. I'm just, I don't, I know um, some people are getting sick of me bashing D'Angelo Russell. And I have nothing against D'Angelo Russell. He was a nice player at Ohio State. He is immensely talented. Part of me thinks he's trying to be too cool and be like swagged out. Where he's just like, I don't care, man. I'm just kind of. I'm here playing ball, having fun. The way he walks and carries. You never see him lock in on defense. He doesn't get in like a defensive stance. I coach my son in sixth grade hoops. And one of the things that kills me is he doesn't get like super low, slap the floor, aggressive. I want to see it. Get in a defensive stance, get down low, and pester people. And Russell doesn't do that. Three turnovers, and then he shoots two for 11, one of five from three, and – A little part of me dies inside every time D'Angelo Russell is supposed to be guarding Luke Kennard and then just gets lost in the sauce and Kennard's splashing a three. Like, Luke Kennard's one of the best shooters in the NBA, full stop. Don't leave him! You know? Don't leave him! We have, uh, as you guys know, I'm in the men's championship game Sunday, 5 o'clock, in the league out here in Torrance, California. I know you don't care and you want to fast forward through this and you're sick of me bringing it up on Cowherd Show. Here's a little more. We have a text chain, and we've scouted out this team. I got a text from a buddy who was like, I love it, scouting opponents in a men's rec league game. We know who you can't leave. They have one shooter. I mean, they've got more than one shooter, but they have a guy who, I'm not kidding, made seven threes against us last time. Now, two guys actually made seven threes. Their best player did. But another one is just a spot-up guy, and you cannot leave him. And he could drive, too. He's not totally inept. The guy's got some skill. Overall, is he better than me? Yeah, he's probably like 32 years old. Um, But whoever's guarding him, our team knows, if you're on this guy, don't leave him for anything. Don't leave I don't don't care what the hell else is going on in the play. Don't leave him. We'll give up a layup over leaving this guy for an open three. Because those threes are backbreaking. And D'Angelo Russell, for whatever reason, just falls asleep on defense. friggin' a lot. Now, I know everybody thought Rui Hachimura would return to earth. (laughs) Hachimura gave you 20 off the bench. He's delivering. Austin Reeves had 12. Not a bad game. Not a great game. 37 minutes, four assists, one turnover. He was good. They knew what was coming. They're ready for him. And this is where it gets interesting. Darvin Ham has to have a counterpunch because John Morant's probably coming back. And if he's not, you got to figure out a way inside to get tough. And I, I, I listen, I'm not endorsing Wendland Gabriel as the man, but Dennis Schroeder was awful. Like, this is just one of those games where Anthony Davis, 4 of 14, D'Angelo Russell, 2 of 12, Dennis Schroeder, 0 for 3. Those guys combined to go 6 for 28. Those are three of, well, I don't know about Russell, but those are three important players. Uh, By the way, Laker Nation is starting to get behind me on this, can we chill with D'Angelo Russell? Why don't we tinker with Austin Reed's running point, LeBron, AD, and then Hachimura, and then you know Vanderbilt. Um, There's got to be a lineup where you can get another shooter on the floor. I don't think D'Angelo Russell is a catch-and-shoot guy. He wants the ball. He wants to look good. And now that I've ripped the Lakers a lot, I'm just going to say they have an extra day off. So I know AD logged 38 minutes, took an elbow to the eye. LeBron logged 39 minutes. And, and you know, I'm not going to do anything on the Dylan Brooks stuff. Okay, he's a goon. The guy shoots 3 of 11. Okay? That's what he shot. Dylan Brooks. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 3 of 11. And then he he had a shot. So 5 of 14 for Dylan Brooks. Not an awful game. But he's shooting like 36% for the game. He He, you know, 5 fouls, gooning it up. And he hits a late three. It was a listen, it was the deep three, and he just stares down LeBron, kind of gets in his face. LeBron uh, This reminds me, and I know you guys know this, of Deshaun Stevenson when he was with the Wizards and LeBron when he was with the Cavs. I I highly recommend you go to YouTube after listening to the podcast and look up LeBron Blow the Whistle Jay-Z. LeBron versus Deshaun Stevenson was like a thing, I don't know, 15 years ago. The Cavs were embroiled in a battle with Washington. I think it was back-to-back years. And Deshaun Stevenson was like running his mouth. I'm the LeBron stopper. I'm going to get him. I got him locked up. And Deshaun Stevenson was like trying to get in LeBron's head, like whacking him. I think he got a couple flagrant fouls. It was was a thing. And at one point, something happened in like a DC club where like Soldier Boy was like, Deshaun Stevenson's the man. Bleep LeBron. This is a real thing. I'm not even making this up. And then Jay-Z made a song about this little rivalry. And there's a video on YouTube. And listen, some of the lyrics are inappropriate. Listen, I'm just, they, they say a lot of stuff that, you know, you don't want your kid hearing. Um, the N-word is in there. Jay-Z's rapping about it. But some smart guy went and laid videos on over the lyrics. So as Jay-Z's rapping this song, they have all these LeBron versus Deshaun Stevenson moments, and it's really awesome. Um, I I just highly, it feels like Deshaun Stevenson versus LeBron all over again with this Dylan Brooks stuff. And all I know is Saturday, and Saturday's a tough day to try to break through uh, in L.A. if you're playing sports, especially when the weather this Saturday is supposed to be in the 70s, out by the ocean, and we're talking in the valley in the 90s. People are going to be outdoors, having fun, jogging, hiking. You know all the Instagram models. All they do is go hiking. I don't know the spots. I don't go out there. That's far. And everybody's going to be outside Saturday. And you know what's happening on Saturday. The Lakers are playing the Grizzlies in Game 3. Now, the game is at night, 7 o'clock uh, tip. But I, I don't know what kind of Laker crowd are we going to get. Are we going to get a crowd that's on Dylan Brooks's case? the whole game, because I want to hear that. I want to hear them getting up in Dylan Brooks, and now I'm going off on a tangent. People are going to think I'm too much of a Lakers homer, but bottom line is, I'm out on this Dylan Brooks guy, folks. I'm just not a huge fan of his work. I I say goon. Maybe that's a little strong, but now I've done over 10 minutes on the Lakers. I'll be brief on um, Bucks heat before we get to Denver and Minnesota. So, on Calhoun Show, I speculated on Wednesday, I was like, Colin, why don't they just rest Giannis? Like, he fell on his back. They're playing a Bucks team without Tyler Hero. Like, you got nothing to be afraid of. Just sit Giannis out. The rest of the troops can handle this. What are we doing? Why would you even play Giannis? Why are you forcing him back? I guess the Bucs watch the segment. No, I, I, I'm obviously joking. They, Giannis was a late scratch. And uh, at halftime, the Miami Heat trailed by 26 points. <laughs> They started by me, he started Duncan Robinson. It was like, is he still on the roster? I mean, they got their doors blown off early. This is a huge, easy coast for the Bucks. Big win for them. And now I can wrap up with some interesting thoughts on Minnesota-Denver.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: I just want to dig into the nuggets real quick because it feels like nobody's talking about this Denver team. They led the Western Conference for what, the final four months of the season? They absolutely paced Minnesota in game one. They come out in game two and are up like 15 at halftime. It looks like they're going to cruise. And then finally, somebody woke up Anthony Edwards, and Minnesota went off in the third. It was actually a good game, got close in the fourth. Uh, Jamal Murray um, had 40, and they ended up pulling away. Denver's now up 2-0. Minnesota showed some fight, which was nice, but, uh, you know, I'm going to talk mostly about Denver. I just need to say this. Once again, Carl Anthony Towns on the struggle bus. Ten points on 3-12 of shooting. You're you're starting to wonder if he's really long for Minnesota. I know I've hinted at it a bunch, him going to New York, through two games, Cat, the formerly best player on the Timberwolves, 8 of 27 shooting, 21 points. Like, that, I, that's just not going to cut it. I, I, I'm starting to wonder. Carl Anthony Towns clearly is not a number one on a team. Can he be a two? Because if Anthony Edwards is your one and Cat's your two and Gobert's your three, that should be good, right? Starting to wonder what Cat is. Like, Carl Anthony Towns, listen. When he's on and, and popping is three, like, he's very, very good. But the problem is, when it seems to matter... He's not on. Denver's the team, though. Uh, let's just, let's keep sleeping on him. I, I heard from a lot of people, oh, Jamal Murray only had the bubble run. Okay. Jamal Murray went for 40. He likes to talk trash. I love this guy. I mean, I I do believe this is a Denver team that is going to get significant rest. I don't know if they will sweep Minnesota. I would guess the win in five, and that sets up a second-round matchup with the Suns or Clippers, and I can't believe it. I went from Suns are going to sweep the Clippers to, whoa, we got a series here. And... The game tonight in in the crypt, I was trying to get tickets and maybe go, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen as I have been invited to uh, have a drink with it. one of the, well, I don't know if it's going to happen, so I'm not going to say his name, but one of the um, most prominent Big Ten basketball players in the last 20 years, I guess, 25, I don't know, Um He's a buddy of uh, a, a, a friend of mine, and so I'm looking forward to uh, probably meeting him for a drink, see what he's about. Maybe he'll come to Fox and join the join the team there. Um, but we'll chop up some hoops, I'm sure.
0: The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet.
3: I'm very excited for the game tonight, and I guess we can briefly go into best bets because— I told you to be careful with the Lakers. And you knew, you knew Milwaukee was going to bounce back. I think the the situation tonight is the Kings-Warriors game is officially the first huge, absolute must-win of the playoffs. Sixers-Nets, whatever happens, who cares? Um, Sixers are favored by four and a half. I don't think i touch it. Uh, if anything, I would probably lean Nets getting the points. It's probably going to be a close game, and the Sixers will probably win. Whatever. I, I just this Kings Warriors game is fascinating. No Draymond Green, Kings are going home. uh sorry, Warriors are going home. Down 0-2 to the Kings. Kings are younger. Warriors, kind of their fulcrum of the offense. Draymond Green is suspended. Uh, my guess would be we see a little more Kuminga here. I don't know that they can go smaller. Uh, Looney's just getting destroyed in the pick and roll at the top of the key and uh, (laughs) Fox and Monk are getting in the lane at will. It's just, I I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if you can play Looney and Kuminga. Can you play Kuminga, Wiggins, DiVincenzo, Curry, and Thompson? Uh, The pool situation, like, I'm really worried about the Warriors. You guys know I love the Warriors. I love Steph Curry. And I was talking with Cowherd because I thought, You know, drama obviously is good for content, hashtag content. And the Warriors losing, they're not getting swept. The Warriors losing would be kind of interesting because it sets up an offseason where it's like, okay, do we run this back? What do we do with Draymond? Who's going to want to get paid? He has a player option. He's not going to want to go into his walk year with no new deal. Imagine if the season was bookended with Draymond Green punching out Jordan Poole and Draymond Green getting suspended, missing game three, and the Kings go into chase center and beat the Warriors. What kind of look is that for Draymond Green? Klay Thompson has said he wants to get paid. I think Kings-Warriors is the biggest game of the postseason so far. Suns-Clippers, Phoenix favored on the road. I don't know what to make of that game. Uh, Kawhi Leonard has played heavy minutes, and it's funny because he was load managing and everybody was complaining. And now he's playing big minutes, and he looks utterly dominant. After... um. I guess yeah after De'Aaron and Fox I I guess I would venture to say the second best player so far in the postseason has been Kawhi Leonard. Now again with two games for each team it's not a huge sample size but I think you got to go Fox and then Kevin Durant maybe Tatum I don't know. Boston's won so handily it's tough to say. Um but I guess if I remember I told you guys I wanted Warriors in game 2. And and I kind of want Warriors here. Uh, how about this? What does a money line Suns Warriors pay? How about Sixers Suns Warriors? Let me see. let me just punch that up here. Um, actually, eh, three favorites. I, that's not a bet I love, and you can't do teasers in the NBA because there really are no key numbers. Unless yeah, there is really no key numbers. I, I guess you could consider a, a, a three team parlay, but the come on, what are the odds of picking all three winners in three games where the spread is less than six points? Like it feels like toss up city, but i will I will punch it in here a just a money line parlay of warriors' sons um hundred dollars pays ooh that does not pay good at all <laughs> um now, if you toss in the sixers um yeah that that could work warriors. Suns, Sixers. Um, oh man, that! Yeah. I no, I don't think I can even do that. I mean, the Warriors are minus two twelve. Suns minus one thirty five. Uh, Sixers minus one eighty eight. Let's see here. If you parlay the three, uh, it pays all right. I just one of those teams is going to let you down. I don't know who it is, but one of them will. I would. Let's do it. 100 to win 292, Warrior Sun Sixers, done deal. That's my pick. Um, It's chalky, but it's on the money line. It doesn't involve spreads. All you got to do is win, baby. Just win. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
2: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.